So you're telling me Nebraska could win it all? <laughs> give us, I'm, just give us a chance. No one wants to see a nope. 12 yeah. seed Nebraska no. in the tournament. No, no, no. If one. you're a All right, this is the Boys Down Bad podcast, back with another week. Boys, good pod today. We've got Anthony Grant on later, so stick around for that. Starting running back for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Fantastic interview with him. Great dude. He's going to have a big year this year. I can feel it. Well, when you go 12-0 and and win the Natty. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a Heisman? Could be a Heisman. Possibly a Heisman year for him? Could be. Good. I don't know, so stick around for that. That's later. Right now we're going to talk about Husker basketball because the boys are scalding hot. Big win against Minnesota on Saturday. Um, I was there. Chris, you were there. I was there. Um, it was pretty did little boy watch. Yeah. Yep. Still undefeated watch. when he watches. Yep. Good. 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 Okay. So we'll be watching tomorrow. It's a yep. little late. We're eight, late. P- eight p.m. You got to stay up for this one though. Yeah. He's, he goes to bed a little bit around eight, so maybe give him some juice. Give him some, <laughs> some juice. Give him some juice to stay up. <laughs> yeah. Give, give him, him a little juice. extra caffeine. Yeah. Put some caffeine in his Put milk. Some, no. Yeah. He already doesn't sleep. He doesn't like <laughs> fall, he doesn't like falling asleep. He'll sleep all through the night. Just put some caffeine in that milk bottle yeah. and it'll be fine. Yeah. He won't know the difference. Make some Celsius in there. Yeah. Shout out Celsius. No yeah. free shout outs. Yeah. Um but yeah, boys, big win on Saturday. We're filming this on Monday because we want to watch. We normally film on Tuesday, but we want to watch the the boys play tomorrow. Yep, at home against against Michigan State, and they won. They did win. Senior night, pretty Senior easy night, too. Great win. Yeah. Crowd was rocking. Mm-hmm. Knew they would be. Honored four four guys. Mm-hmm. Our boy Sammy G. Sammy G. Good career for him. Yep. Yeah. And Derek Walker. Derek Walker. Friend of the pod. Same. Yep. Um, and then Bandamel and Bandamel Kase. And Kase worries me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It worries me that he's doing senior night tomorrow. Yeah. Are his parents here? His parents are here, and it's the first time they've been here since he's been at Nebraska. Because I figured he, they would stay for Tuesday. Yeah. So it's the first time and probably the last time they'll be here. I don't. If he comes back next year, they I doubt they make the trip next year. Yeah, probably not. Um, which some people say that's why he's walking, doing senior night, already. But yeah, well, hopefully he, also, he stays. But I mean, I understand. I mean, he can't as an international student. He can't make nil money, so he could just go play in Japan or somewhere overseas and make money already mm-hmm. or next year. If, so I can't blame him yeah. if he was like, ah, I'm just gonna leave and go make money. If we were smart, we'd try and get in like the Bahamas because once he's not in the US then he can make NIL money because that's what Sheboy did at Kentucky they played in the Bahamas he signed all the NIL paperwork he made money yeah so Trev if we don't want to leave him or if we don't lose him let's play at the Bahamas yeah let's play a couple games there why not Um, at the game on Saturday so I was there Chris was there um the student section started a Dylan Riola chant because Dylan, number one, he walked in the by nation. the student section. He walked by and he was watching the game for a while, and they started chanting Dylan, Dylan, and he stood up and threw the bones. It was electric. Um, how could he not come here? He's got a lot of offers, as he posted yesterday. Yeah. So, <laughs> what a letdown that was. Yeah. So, one thing about I guess. 
the thing that I was confused on, I thought he was posting something. It was some like recruiting like edit yeah. account. Oh. But but everybody thought it was him mm-hmm. going to be yeah. posting something. It was underwhelming. I texted the boys that I was pretty underwhelmed by it. I have a little recruiting rant. I don't know if we want to do it now or should we? Mm, let's talk a little bit more about basketball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So big game. Where we won. Beat we won Michigan Tuesday. State, and then we have. Now it's huge on Sunday against Iowa. At Iowa. At Iowa. Coming off their insane <laughs> win this yeah. weekend. Can't believe they won. Um, they beat Michigan State. So maybe Michigan State came in here a little flat, a little yeah. deflated. Yeah. I think so. We took advantage. PBA is going to be rocking. Uh, I I would assume this would be the most electric atmosphere. I would assume so. With yeah. it being so senior night. night. Big game. Yeah. Big, yeah. You big have team. to win. Have to win. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You uh, Did did you film there? Nope. Kay. Nope. I just went as a fan. Okay. So I got to go as a fan. And we love that. It's always fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of the team, you know. I came on, you know, I came on here after the injuries and was like, I'll be happy with one or two more wins, mm-hmm. and we've got, like, five. Yeah. It's, so, like, it's incredible what they've done, what the coaching staff's done. It sparked my love for basketball again, for sure. Yeah. Because it's tough, like, typically as a Nebraska ball fan, you're typically checked out by February. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of like, well, if we string, like, one or two more wins, maybe we get a win in the tournament maybe we make the NIT and that's like what you're just hoping for. And now it's mm-hmm. like, well, if we can beat Michigan state, which we already did beat Iowa and then see what happens in the big 10 tournament. There's, it's not a 0% chance. It's not super likely. Yeah. But there's hope. Yeah. And then, that's I all mean, you can really ask for. And when we're recording on February 27th, yeah. Nebraska has the best basketball record in February of all big 10 schools. Ooh, five and win. one. That's a win. We so like there's that. 11 high major teams with one loss or less in February. UCLA could win the tournament. Mm-hmm. Houston could win it all. Yep. Marquette, Texas A&M, Pitt, Alabama, maybe they could win it all. Vandy, Kansas could win it all. Miami, UConn, Nebraska. That's a that's good company right there. So you're telling me Nebraska could win it all? <laughs> give us I'm just give us a chance. No one wants to see uh, no, a twelve yeah. seed Nebraska no. in the tournament. No, no, no. If one. you're a, that five seed, yeah, or no, because well, if you're the other twelve seed who has to play in the playing game against yeah. us, then you don't. Yeah, we'll steamroll them. Yeah, you're worried. And then you're that. If you're that five seed, you're also probably because yeah. if if Nebraska wins out, we win. We have to win two games in the tournament. Probably two, maybe three, but I would guess two would get them in. I mean, you're looking at a team who has, in February, went. Well, we would have went six and one. And then you'd be like three and one in March already. Yeah. I mean, any any bubble team in the Big Ten tournament. So what is that? Penn State. Penn State, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Rutgers. Yeah. Isn't Michigan? Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. You don't want to see Nebraska. Yeah, could be Michigan game. State. It could be since we beat them. I mean, they're they got seventeen wins. Yeah, you don't want to don't want to see us. No, no. So Trev um, needs to come out and say Hoiberg's coming back. It's yeah. kind of pissing me off. Announced that he's coming back yeah, next year because, like, I mean, he was on the hot seat going into this year. Yeah, I mean, it's I think people he, should assume that he's coming back now, but like 
recruits don't know that for sure. And like, it would be nice if Trev would be like, he's coming back next year. Yeah. A lot of confidence in him after what he's done this year. So recruits that. know like, all right, if I commit here for the next year or two, Hoiberg's going to be here. Because we had that, is he a five-star center? Yeah, 7'2 seven two seven from two. Kansas, yeah. number 25 nationally. Is that he good be, or tall? I need to know. <laughs> he's both. Okay. Bull, you remember Bull Bull? Yeah. It's his younger brother. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesus. He's good. Okay. Very good. We like that. Yeah. So, yeah, if he can get, if we can get him, things will be rolling. Um, let's. We haven't talked a ton about college basketball just in general um, on the pod so far this year because it's tough for me coming off football. You're so invested in it, and then trying to learn about every team in college basketball is a daunting task. But that was my mission this week. Listen to a lot of podcasts. Tried to inform myself. I want to be educated. So when we fill out the Boys Sound Bad bracket, we'll have some. It'll be perfect. It'll be perfect, yeah. Because last year's was horrible. It was terrible. But it it's last year. Yeah. Um, so, in general, uh, an overview so far for this year is it's been crazy. Like, there's no – a lot of times you'll have one, you know, a Kentucky, a Kansas, a Duke who is dominant. Yep. Clearly the best team Clearly in the country. The best team. Those blue bloods, the like, blue traditionally. Bloods. But that's not the case this year. Duke is down. North Carolina is down. Kentucky is hot right now, but they've, they've been, been down. down. Um, and it's it's cool to watch. I don't know. It's refreshing. there's a lot of parody. Yeah, yep. a lot of parody. It was crazy seeing like North Carolina, who was on their way to missing the tournament, was favored against the number six team in the country. Yeah, yeah. That's when you know it's just it's crazy. I mean, Hubert Davis is not great. No. Well, they barely – I mean, they weren't great last year until they made the tournament, and then they got hot in the tournament and won five games in a row. Yeah. Like, they just got hot for that two-week stretch. Like, they didn't have a great record. They had, yeah. like, 12 or 13 losses last year. So, I mean – And they went on a Nebraska run. Yeah. They did. Yeah. No, anybody could win it, I think, this year. I don't think you could say, like, confidently that one team is, like – they're going to make it to the finals. They're going to win it. Like, yeah. I just don't think you can say that this year, which is it's going to make it fun to watch. Yep. Uh, conference tournaments are coming up. I think one one started yesterday, maybe. A yeah. Smaller, I don't yeah. know which one. But um, the Big 12 is – it's just reminded me a lot of football this year. Like, anyone can be anyone. Oklahoma is a complete ano- anomaly of college basketball. Like – yeah. They blew Alabama out by 30, and they also get beat by 30, like, every third game. Yeah. It's insane. Um, but the Big 12 is good. Big 10 is good, and Big East is good. Big East is somehow good. They got a bunch of good teams. ACC's down, which they've usually been They're considered wrong. one of the best. Yep. But and then SEC is average. Yeah. Four good teams in the rest of When like they don't bad. have Kentucky or Florida. Yeah. So they got Alabama, Tennessee – Tennessee. A&M are basically the three A&M, good ones. Yeah. And, then and then Kentucky's like, hot. yeah, on the up and come, coming. Yeah. But, yeah. What yeah. are uh, our before conference tournament picks for the tournament? So, for each tournament? No, just, for, just for the total. Oh, for who's going to win? Yeah. Um, Boy. 
I'm gonna go with Kansas as a repeat. Are you dick? Yeah, I just they're just playing so good, and they're like they don't have any like superstars, but they're like all good. Yeah, and like they can play defense, they can shoot. They don't really have a big guy, but that's fine. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Kansas. Okay, I mean if I think it's it's lining up. Alabama is either going to win it all and become – I think they're on their way to being, like, the next Duke. Yeah. Just everybody hates them. Yeah, true. Like, Nate Oates <laughs> is kind of a dick. Yeah, he is. He's not – doesn't have the best judgment. Which, did you see that intro, by the way, for yeah. Brandon Miller? Yes. Apparently, heard, he's been doing it all year. Yeah, right? they've done yeah, it all but year. But, like, still, he just lines I would have gotten a new one yeah, you after gotta, all that crap. That's bad taste like, right there. you got to not do that. I just think – I, I mean, I it's dumb to say like, oh, I think Houston's just gonna win it because they're the best team in the country. I think Alabama like they're they can play so well, and I think they have that villain aspect where, I mean, that Brandon Miller dropped forty the mm-hmm. day after the, day. the stuff all came out. I don't know, like I don't know if I want them to win it all. I could just see him getting hot and just being that like villain. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, in my head, just. Anytime I think of like Alabama or Houston in the NCAA tournament, I just think of like losing in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Like they never, I feel like they never really make a huge, a lot of noise. Yeah. Did Houston make it pretty far last year? I think Elite Eight. They've made it to Elite Eight a couple times in the last couple years. But I never, I but never, they never see make it to the final them four, as like, like a threat. No. Like, but my Alabama take is more I could see them like winning it in basketball. And then Saban comes back and like follows it up with a football title, and just like really shows like you got to come through Alabama to win any sort of men's tournament. Mm-hmm. That would be crazy. But like I think Kansas could repeat too. Yep. I don't think there's going to be that like North Carolina as like there's been so much parity this year, but I just don't think like how North Carolina got hot last year. I don't think some like team is gonna come out of nowhere. Yeah, just because there are there are four like solid one seeds that I could like if it was all one seeds in the final four, I wouldn't be shocked. Where you would normally hardly ever get that. Yeah, it almost never happens. Mm-hmm. So, I really like UCLA. I think um, Hawkes and Tiger Campbell. I, I will always remember those names. Yeah. Just they've been there like for they've so long. They've been there long. for 50 years. They've been there a long time. Who is the who is the other guy they lost um, this year? Juzang. Juzang. Johnny Juzang. Yeah. I think, and their uniforms are cool. Yeah. They have yeah. so much just tournament experience, and they were in the Final Four last year or two years ago? Two, year, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. That with was the, when they beat guys. Gonzaga yes. in that great game mm-hmm. two years ago. With the – they were both on the team. I just yeah. feel like experience is huge, and I don't know. We'll see what happens. But is you think Gonzaga will get over the hump this Timmy? year? Timmy, Timmy Turner. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not very high on Gonzaga this year. They might not win their own conference. I've watched them play a couple times, and if you do, so I've watched them play St. Mary's, who they played the other night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you just screen at the top of the key and then have your big guy roll, they can't defend it. Yeah. Gonzaga struggles. Like, it's baffling how they can't figure it out. <laughs> it really is. It's And that's playing in the I'm yelling WCC. at my TV like, this is what they should be doing, and they just don't do it. Yeah. 
Has uh, Salas been playing much or not? I haven't watched. The mm, games. He plays like ten minutes a game. He should. He should come home. Yeah, and also heard Hepburn's not happy at Wisconsin. Ooh. So Bring watch Saint out. Thomas we get, back. We get Chucky. Lyola. Yeah. Yep. So get Chucky and Salas and St. Thomas and That'd be see interesting. what happens. That'd be interesting. Then you got a squad. The other name I remember from the tournament last year was Chris shouting Vescovy <laughs> every time he got from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Shot a three. He's, he's on he's the team. Back. Yeah, he's on the team. He'll be there. <laughs> Tennessee sucks at shooting, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's gotten worse. <laughs> but I'm sure come tournament time, I'll say the same oh, thing. Yeah. How? I remember we, we, you were at our house and we were yep. we were filming our reaction because we yes. all hypothetically bet on Tennessee. We were in on Tennessee, and they were losing. Yep. And we were like trying to get him to come back, and he just kept shooting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so just we just kept, kept yelling his name. It was but, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it, again, it's difficult for me to switch from football to basketball, but. It's the time you just have to force yourself to. Yeah, March is middle March. Take those couple days off work because it's the yep. best. That Thursday, Friday is elite. Can't be beat. Might be the best day in two days in sports. I don't know if could I be. could find I mean, the, two more days that beat the it. The waste management and Super Bowl being on. Yeah, the same yeah, that was big. But like, you just got basketball yeah. from eleven a.m. to midnight, just yeah. all the way it through the day. Great. Yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. Um, let's move into the down bads for the week. Chris, do you have, a, do you have one? I do. Okay. Came prepared a nice. little bit. Nice I'm going to go with Live Golf. So they had their first tournament this last weekend, and it was at Mayacoba, which I think is in Mexico. Yes. I think I'm playing that this You are? This winter, yeah. Really? Yeah. I think, I think so. it's. I think it's located in Mexico. I think it's um, in Cancun. And the PGA Tour used to have a tournament there. Um, but anyway, it was on TV for the first time, Live Golf. And their ratings did worse than the world's funniest animals on the same channel later that night. <laughs> I what did you, see that. It like it's C- like CW. CW, CW yeah. yeah. But, like, they got such bad ratings, nobody even went to the tournament. Oh I gosh. heard, like, fans didn't show up. Like, it was just I don't know it was why, a big joke. I don't know why they play outside of like either the states or in like Europe because nobody's flying to Mexico for the yeah. weekend to see a live tournament. No. Yeah. And I feel like that's just not Liv's market. I mean, they do have a lot of like guys from South America, but But you already got the European tour in Europe and you got the PJ tour in the United States. Go play in Saudi Arabia, all these other yeah. countries. It's just I think live golf is going to disappear here soon. It just yeah. The problem is they don't have like it's crazy to say they don't have a money issue because they're not making any money. Mm-hmm. But they're never going to like yeah, I mean all the oil stuff over there is going to yeah. keep them afloat if they want to be, but like right. at some point these players are going to maybe not, but like got to be fed up with nobody watching or no fans coming to the tournament. I heard something that Brooks Kepka might having some buyers or more yeah which i mean it makes sense and i think it was on foreplay i think dan rapport said that the pga like it's rumored that he is in talks to come back to the pga tour and jay monahan would take him i think the pga tour would take anybody that well some guys that would want to come back i was was wondering how that process would yeah 
Who? I was wondering how that process Phil. would go. They wouldn't take Phil. They'd take DJ back. Um, DJ, DJ pissed me off on full swing. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But yeah, live golf. Just I I the product is not very I, good. You, golf is. It's not a team sport. I know we have the Ryder Cup, we have the President's Cup, and those are electric to watch. But that's when you're like playing for your country. We yeah. just have a team of. How, is it's it four. Five, four guys. And it's three days. Three, three days. Tournaments. No cut. No cut. It's just dumb. They're wearing it's shorts. Not, it's not fun to watch. It's just not. I think like where, where they missed with the team aspect was whenever you go on a guy's trip, I would say 95% of the time, you have one team and you have the other team. Mm-hmm. There's not, like, if you have 10 guys going on a buddy's trip, you're not playing five different teams. Yeah. Right. So that's where I think they kind of misuse the team aspect because nobody cares about the four aces against the range goats against somebody else. Well, yeah. and their teams are not even remotely competitive. No, like no. some of the teams are so stacked. One is like it's DJ, like DJ Patrick, Patrick Reed, DeChambeau, and Pat No Name or something. And it's like, and the other ones like Kepka, the other Kepka brother, Matt Wolf, and. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, when you have that many teams, because, like, the Ryder Cup, out. the Ryder mm-hmm. Cup and the President's Cup is electric because there's two teams. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's that's a good point. You don't, and, like, any guy's trip, unless you have, even if you have 20 guys, you're playing two teams of 10. Yeah. And you, I guess, I, do, is it just straight up for the. I think it's just, yeah. They, yeah. they need to do, like, one stroke play or something. Stroke play, one alternate shot. Yeah. Match play. Scramble. Yeah. If they did like if they were said we're going to do three rounds and it's match play like do a scramble and then alternate shot. Yeah. I would maybe watch if it was like if I f- turned on my TV and I randomly hit CW I'd be like, "Oh, they're doing a scramble today. I'd like to see how four, you know, professional golfer how low they can go." That would yeah. be cool, actually. Yeah. Like, I would maybe, like, tune in for, like, an hour, and mm-hmm. then I'd be like, this is stupid because they're <laughs> playing 54 holes. and like, Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, Live Golf disappears. Yeah. Players it's... come back. But, yeah, they uh, missed the mark. They did miss the mark. Peters, what do you got? Yeah, so my down bad is um, the philosophy of not fouling up three. So, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, a diehard, like, you ha- like every single time you have to. I think it's very like situational. You saw two teams, Michigan or Wisconsin, doesn't foul up three, and yep. they choke. I think that one. Chris was saying that with that little time, it's it is hard to foul up three because if you foul right away, he's probably going to get a continuation. You send him to the line for three shots. Yeah. My thought was he Dickinson caught it with his back to the hoop. So I think you can foul there, and he, it's on the floor. Yeah. If it's, like, three seconds and you're inbounding it from, like, the baseline, it is tough to say, like, you have to foul because you can catch and shoot so fast. Yeah. It's – yeah, I I hate when teams do it, but I get why they do it. I like think if it's you're smart. trying to win the game, it's not fun as a fan to watch it because you no. want to see that buzzer beater three. Yeah, one, or, like, know? see them throw it up. Or and see ho- them – just try and tie it or yeah. whatever. And then Michigan State didn't foul up three. That one was worse. I don't know. Like That one was worse. Yeah, because yeah. they were up 12 with like a minute 20 yeah, left. That was an inc- they were up 11 with 40 seconds left. And you and don't foul. Didn't even cover. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> five and a half. Getting five and a half. So they were up 16 and a half with 40 seconds. But I just go on. They lost by six. And they lost by six. Yeah, nice. That's I think classic. That's a uh, up there with worst beats. Oh, I, that's my all timer. Uh, yeah, that's an all timer. <laughs> it's it is very like you're giving away points, and I get why some coaches are like, I think my guys are better than they are, so I'm not gonna foul. I'm gonna make them make a play to send it into overtime. But you're just seeing it more and more now, where teams are losing because they don't do it, where. I don't understand. Like, it is very situational. Like, mm-hmm. you can't do it every single time. But I think if you're somebody who's like, team should never do it, I'm like, I just don't understand. Yeah. I understand the principle behind it. I don't love it as a fan because it does slow the game down, takes longer. And you want to see that buzzer beater three. Yeah. You like, want to see it. At least it depends on it, how your team shoots free throws. Yeah. Like, for Nebraska, if they're up three, I'd rather have the team shoot a three to tie it than us foul. And then we have True. to go the line True. to try and make two free yeah. throws to be up three. Yeah. So, like, if your team is, like, a bad free throw shooting team like Nebraska, then maybe you don't foul because... I never thought about that. You don't know. I mean, we might not make both, and yeah. then they shoot a three, and then you lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's true. kind of just depends on the situation, how much time, how good are you at free throws, yeah. that kind of thing. That's a good point. But most of the time, you should foul. Yeah. And it, it's not a great product when they start fouling up three because then it takes longer, and it's like, I don't want to watch a free throw contest for the rest of this game. But I don't know. I think, like, during March and, like, at this time, like, you have to do it yeah. because you you're playing for way too much not to. And, yeah. like, Wisconsin now, if they, like, struggle in the Big Ten tournament. Don't make the tournament. They cause... don't make the tournament. And they you – know, that would have been – because that was at Michigan – Yep. Yep. So it's probably a quad two win if they win there. Yeah. And that's a resume booster. When you already took a tough hit on your resume losing to Nebraska, you kind of got to make one of those games up. I don't know. Yeah, it's – I don't know. I get why people do it, and they probably should. But um, my down bad is me because I'm falling into the trap of – Football fans, when there's no football, get very bored, and they just, you know, concoct lots of things in their head, crazy, crazy theories, um, and unfortunately, most of my Facebook feed is Dallas Cowboy fan accounts. I don't even follow them. Facebook just pushes them at me, and they have these crazy takes of, oh, the Cowboys are probably going to sign Josh Jacobs, get rid of Zeke. It's like, that's never going to happen. But I made a list, some li- a list of names that I saw today. It was Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> so they're going to get rid of Zeke and get Saquon. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, which I could see that. I could see that. Could see it, but still, still stretch. It's a stretch. And Stephon Diggs, which I could see it because his brother is there, but still a stretch. He's yeah. He's not leaving Buffalo. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But these crazy Cowboys fans write these articles and just get my hopes really high and I fall into the trap every time I click into it I read it I'm like it takes me about five minutes I'm like that would never happen click and then you go it. on to the next one go on to the next one you said you saw I saw do, Odell do they just come up on your feed too or how do you see I see him on Twitter yeah. I don't know what, how it's just like sports stuff that comes up and it's like I've seen Mike Evans from Tampa 
Nope. I've seen Odell Beckham. That one makes sense because he's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. That one makes Those sense. are the two that I saw this week. Because, like, with Zeke, or with Saquon. So the Giants are going to trade. I don't know. They're not going to trade him inside the division. I didn't even click inside into that division. one because I was like, that is the craziest one I've heard. No. Because you also have Tony Pollard. True, trading inside the division. They're not going to trade that. him to an <laughs> NFC East rival. They probably wouldn't that trade guy, him. That guy, whoever they probably wouldn't that even out is trade yeah. him to the, an NFC team. If they were going to trade Saquon, they would not trade him to an NFC no. team. No. It's like. Yeah, because then the you Packers, just they, you run the risk of like Saquon beating you to get to the Super Bowl, yeah. right? And there's just no or just way. win the yeah yeah. And stupid. they have Tony Pollard. They do need a wide receiver, but some of the names they're throwing out, it's like, come on, Mike Evans. Come I can maybe see, maybe, He's, but who's their quarterback going to be? Kyle Trask, Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Both you of think those they'll options. Go get are... someone. They have to. They might try and draft someone, maybe. Oh, I have a, a draft thing. Okay. Has have you guys seen Anthony Richard? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's egregious. The number one he went from like yes. eight thousand to one. Now he's like eight to one. Yeah. It's egregious. Because of did he have a pro day or something? Like pro days haven't reason? even started. Why did it's just like them watching his film, I guess. But he could go anywhere from number one overall to like fourth round. Is what yeah. people are saying. <laughs> like his range is so wide. I would take him over Will Levis. <laughs> I would not. He would take Peters would take any quarterback in the draft over Will Levis. For sure, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. And Richardson, then uh Anthony Richardson. Is Cam rising in the I don't think so. Uh, uh, I mean he could be. I don't think he is though. I think it's would probably you take Cam Rising over Will Levis. Oh. <laughs> That's where it's like I see. I understand why people like Levis. Like, if you just if he was standing right here, I would understand. Like, yeah, like I would understand. I get that. If I'd never watched him play, and you said this guy is a D one player, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. But then I, you watch him play, and he sucks. <laughs> but like Cam Rising, he doesn't have. He's not checking all those boxes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, Anthony Cowboys. Well, oh, and Cowboys, yeah. yeah. You being down That's bad. Classic. And well, just get on the hype train. I mean, just Well, that's what just, like I'm going to buy in, 100% buy in. I I said that. Maybe you'll take old. I've had. Maybe. DeAndre Hopkins. Jerry Jones likes to spend. I do think they need to get rid of Zeke. Yes. But I think you'd be stupid to get rid of Pollard. Yeah, they won't, they shouldn't get rid of Pollard. They should not. Because I feel like the Giants are only taking that call if you're giving away Pollard and, and Zeke for Saquon. Yeah. Did you see Daniel Jones is trying to get a bag from the Giants? Yeah, I saw he was yeah. trying to get 45, 45 million. Just, I feel like that's a class, like, aim high. Like, he goes high, they go low. They meet in the middle at, like, 30. Yeah, it's know? just it's crazy because at the beginning of the year, they – they thought they were probably going to, like he had to. It was a prove it year for him. Like they were going to possibly cut him. I also think that it's smart for him to ask for a ton of money because you either pay Daniel Jones or let him walk and you try and draft somebody. Yeah. But if you're not going to get those top three quarterbacks, then it's like, okay, if, say if CJ Stroud goes early, Bryce Young and Will Levis. 
are you going to take a chance on Anthony Richardson? Like, maybe. But then what yeah. if he gets in there and he struggles like he did at Florida at times? I don't know. I don't trust Anthony Richardson at all. No. No. I, it, I think it's crazy that his number one overall pick is – his odds are that high. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Peters, you had a rant. You yeah. Mentioned earlier. It's kind of rant slash like everybody just like relax. So on threes recruiting rankings came out today, the updated list. So they haven't – Dylan Riola was the number one recruit in the country up until today. He's number six now. People are freaking out. He's only dropped because his interests are Nebraska. He wouldn't be the number six if Georgia was still in the lead. Newsflash, yeah. they are still in the lead, and he still dropped. It's because they haven't updated the rankings since October. Mm. So they don't update them, like, weekly. So I just think people need to relax and, like, look at when the last recruiting rankings came out because it's just such an overreaction to say, oh, well, they don't – they don't like Nebraska, so that's why he's dropping. Yeah. It's and it's not like he went from one to like twenty. No. He went from one to six. And that's an overall recruit, right? Yeah, that's yeah. in the twenty twenty four class. So like, are we really gonna get that mad about getting the number six recruit? No. 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 That'd be and I it, would love that. It's probably cause like some kids are probably playing seven on seven, so that helps. And I just, all I saw on Twitter today was, oh, on three hates Nebraska. That's why he's dropped. <laughs> he's still a five-star plus. He's yeah, a five-star yeah. in every recruiting service. If he would have dropped from like a five-star plus to a four-star, then I would have been maybe like, well, is it because of the Nebraska interest? Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't help Nebraska fans that it comes out the we- like weekend after he's in Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of bad timing. Yeah. But is I I think it's kind of bullshit that you can drop in the off season, but it is because stuff like is happening. Some guys are playing 7 on 7. Yeah. I Kids think, are going to camps and other stuff. Yeah, everybody just needs to relax a little bit. I he, still com- think he's coming here. He's coming to Nebraska. Yeah. Let's, we'll get him. We'll chill out. We'll get him. We will. I I really don't see how he doesn't come here. It have to it yeah, I don't see any way he doesn't. I walked by him um, on the street by the rail yard after the game. Say hi. I didn't. He is was kind of like a little bit far away. I couldn't really say anything. Uh, is he tall? He was he's a couple average. inches taller than me. He's probably six, one, six two. Yeah. I mean, he's not super tall. Yeah. Just your average height, I would say. Yeah. For a guy. Seems pretty built. Yeah. Good body. Good frame. Yeah. That was the thing. I didn't know how tall he was. Yeah. I, I would say 6'1", six, 6'2", six, probably. Yeah. I mean, I I still am very confident he's coming to Nebraska. I think George I think George is out. They've offered I think they've offered a 2024 quarterback. I think it was Todd Munkin was their offense coordinator. He left to go to the Ravens. He was the major recruiter for them at Georgia. I think it's Nebraska or USC, and I think they've already offered somebody for next year's class. And that guy, whoever that quarterback is, is going to sit behind Caleb Williams this year. He's going to learn their offense. I think it just makes a lot of sense that he's coming to Nebraska. Yeah. So I 
I mean, I kind of get why people freaked out because it was right after he was yeah, it, in Lincoln. That was bad timing. I yeah. think if, and I don't know, like Arch Manning was the clear-cut number one recruit in the 2023 class, and then he committed, and then Nico jumped in, yeah. and then Arch Manning was two. So it's not like this has never happened before. It's just it happened at an unfortunate time, and I don't know why they don't update rankings why they take that yeah that's four crazy. months to do it but i don't know well everyone just take a chill pill yeah just if he's a good ball player yeah yeah he's it's not like they're saying he's bad yeah he's still the number six recruit in the country yeah we'll take that we will take that any day yeah um chris you want to give a little hinge update you said you had a, a yeah. slight update yeah got a match today actually this Ooh. afternoon. What so, did she did she like you? Or did Uh or yeah, yeah, she did. Which which picture did she like? Or uh, she liked the wedding one nice. that Jordan sent me. Give it up. Yeah. Yeah. So good job, Jordan. Yeah. Good job. Thanks good for thought I could help. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're giving up for Chris for a match. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I clapped. That wasn't, wasn't Oh, I was I was potting you. I was applauding you, yeah. Yeah, and then I started clapping. <laughs> I'm glad I can uh, help. But yeah, good. it's it's going fine. Any progress on any of these? I mean, talked to her throughout the day, so see oh, where it. You talked to her already. Yeah. So you listen. What was the what was the opening line? Well, she wants to learn how to play an instrument. Mm. And last year, I learned how to play the guitar a little bit. Nice. So I was like, maybe I could teach you how to play guitar. Mm. Now, how does that? Well, I asked her what instrument she wants to play, and then she said guitar. Okay. And so since I kind of learned how to play, yeah. I was like, maybe where I does teach that her. like conversation starter come from? Was that like one? That of was the one prompt? of her prompts. Okay. Was like, I was gonna say, I want to learn how to play an instrument. Ah, yeah. I was okay. gonna say, that's was a like, wild oh, place. Okay. She was start. like, yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So yeah. ladies love the guitar. Yeah. So you might need to practice up a little bit. I will need to practice. Yeah, you can't. I don't you think can't I go in there and bomb <laughs> no. after talking yourself up like yeah. that. Yeah. So I gotta touch up on my guitar skills yeah you can do that yeah, it's, yeah. one YouTube video away <laughs> uh, alright um, last thing I want to talk about is Full Swing um, the Netflix documentary about the PGA Tour I know we all watched it I just finished it last night um, thought it was really good I liked yeah. it a lot Netflix yeah. did a good job they did a really good job it's cool to like when the episode starts and you can see what direction it's going, like, like with the, the um, the first one with Justin Thomas, I knew he won the PGA, mm-hmm. so it was cool to like watch that progress, progress, yeah. yeah. So I really like how they did it. They did a good job. Um, I wish they went a little more chronologically, mm-hmm. because yeah, the world ranking, like, it, I don't know if you like noticed how it kept like they keep like jumping. So if you don't like follow golf, which I don't know how many like new people who didn't watch any any of golf last year started watching this, but it's like how does Scotty Scheffler go from whatever he was to number one, and then all of a sudden like Rory's number one. Yep. Like how how does that happen from two episodes? Mm-hmm. I also didn't like how they like the first episode was JT winning the PGA, and then the. 
second to last episode was Mito, Mito choking in the PGA. Yeah, because it was about rookies. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It. I think they should do – that's got to be hard to do, though, because if you're following different players and their stories – Yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't going to – initially, they weren't going to have Scotty Scheffler even in it. Really? He Same said, with Rory. Yeah, like, mm. until – because he hadn't won on the PGA Tour. Like, he wasn't that – I mean, he was good, but he yeah. wasn't, like, star. Right. And then, like, he won those three or four tournaments in a row – and they were like, okay, we got to add Scotty Scheffler in this yeah. to an episode or whatever. Yep. So that's why they added him to the one that he was in. So, I mean, I think they adapted based on the results from last year. Kind of like they had a set idea of who they wanted in it, and then obviously people went to live, so they kind of mm-hmm. kind of neglected some of those guys. I think season two, I, I think they'll follow at least the majors in chronological order. Yeah. Because... I mean, you're gonna know who's hot right now. Like, I, I wouldn't mind like showing not like the Masters right away. Like, yeah. have that be like episode like three, kind of giving like an update on. I feel like they'll do like a live episode of like, here's what happened because they talked about it. How mm-hmm. it was this like new league that's offering a ton of money, but they didn't have any like footage. Yeah, much yeah. footage of it. Yeah. Or they'll and now have, they'll like, have some of that. Or they'll have like players talking about like, like what the what it was like during last season. Yeah, with all the guys leaving. I don't. I think it was really good. Mm-hmm. I'm dying. Like I know there has, there has to be a season two now. Oh yeah. I would assume they'll do it every year. Yeah. They should. I need a Max Homa episode. Max like, Homa. I think that'll be. A Rom episode. Rom, oh, I yeah. think those Rom two will, be big. will for sure. If Rom will do it, which I mean, he did foreplay, I so he I think will. he's opening up to I doing like will, more, yeah, like media, like alternative media. Yep. So like Homa will be a good one. Rom will be a good one. I wouldn't be shocked if there's one with like Tiger. Yeah. I wonder if it, yeah. I think it'll just be on him. Obviously, they're gonna have footage of him. It's like yeah. if he wants to do it or not. Yeah, I think the only reason he would do it is because he is right next to Rory with all of like the like expansion that the PGA Tour True. is doing. True. Yeah. So maybe like if he goes on full swing and is just like pumping the PGA Tour, his thought might be like, if I pump the PGA Tour, that hurts live more. Yeah. Yeah. And they and, have, like, the new, like, TGL. Yeah, so. I bet they'll do an episode on that. Because yeah. when does that start? Is that this year? or is I it think it is this year. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be on, like, Monday nights or something, I think they said. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. I like the Damon episode. Damon He's just, awesome. like, a dude. Yeah. Like. And it, I just loved, like. like Somebody's got to be the 70th yeah. best golfer in the world. I loved, like, the little stories that, like. I forgot about like Damon leading the U.S. US Open. Open. Like I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Until it, it was it was just cool to see all of it progress. Yeah. They did a good job. They, I liked how obviously they're going to, but they really made it seem like Liv was just like the bad boys. Yeah. No one likes them. Yeah. The Brooks episode. I I felt bad for Brooks. Yeah. They kind of trashed on him. But he. He's a mental head case. He is, and I didn't know that. I, I didn't either. would have never thought that. Like He always seemed like cool and collected, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I can't beat these guys. Like They're just better than me. And like yeah. I don't if, even remember who won the Masters this year. If any player that went to live got a win in like the public size, I think it might be Brooks Koepka. Mm-hmm. Because I, like, I felt bad. Because like, I, I never really loved Koepka because he was just like the like, – I don't like golf. I'm 
an athlete like i could do whatever i want but yeah. i'm just i just happen to be really good at golf and it's like all these guys are so good that like and they care and it's just hard for me it was hard to root for somebody who just like clearly doesn't care yeah so it was interesting like i felt bad because he was going through it yeah. yeah he was really just the men it i feel like you saw a lot of the mental side of golf yeah it you see these guys like play golf and like you get mad at them for playing bad or something but then when you see that like their home life and like how they take that yeah to their or how they separate it like yeah. Finau does a great job of that yep the i really liked that episode yeah where he brings his family to all the tournaments family, yeah and well and you just see like the teamwork like it's not just i mean it is an individual sport but like how much they work with their caddies they have a trainer that mm-hmm. travels with them to every tournament they have you know nutritionists all this kind of stuff that I mean, golfers, you don't think about. You're just like, oh, they just got to walk 18 holes and hit a white golf ball. Yep. But it's like they actually prepare. They, you know, it goes beyond just what they do on the course, which was kind of cool to see too. Yeah. So I thought I had one other thought, but I forgot it. Oh, DJ. Oh, yeah. He was an asshole in it. I I never really liked DJ that much, like his whole career. I didn't really like like when he went on his just absolute terror was never really a big fan of him. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I get what he was saying when he was, like, it's, if you, in if any, any of job. your jobs, like, if you yeah, get offered I mean, to work less and make more money, anyone who doesn't take that as an idiot, it's like, yeah, there's such a difference there. Yeah. yeah. But I get it. I mean, yeah. I like DJ. I mean, he really has nothing else to prove, like, He's won majors, won thirty some tournaments. Like, like he said, he's like, majors. I don't have to prove anything to anyone anymore. Like, I've done what I needed to do in golf. Like, yeah, people want to hate me, they're gonna hate me, but they can look at my stats and like it shows for itself. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, excited for season two. All right, it's roulette spin time. Okay, we're up to forty. $45 each. Ooh. Big payday for somebody. I'll go plug him in. So Trevin had 13, he said. Yeah, let me just confirm that. Yeah, Trevin has 13. Tommy usually goes 22. I'm going with 18. 24. And Dylan is going with... Zero? Zero. Zero. He's going for back-to-back weeks of zero. Should I call Trevin still? Nah. He'll get a nice text if he if he wins, though. Right. Ready? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Come on, zero. 18. 24. Oh, it's not even close. 20, 10. 10. 10. Oh. Gosh. It's just 18's not even close to yeah, 10. Yeah, I was the complete opposite side of zero. Where is 18? It's not even close. Uh, it's not even, yeah, it's just nobody was close. Just bad. Well. Dealer wins again. Dealer just wins increase again. Just increase the pot. We'll Next week is pot. 50 each. Next week is 50 each. 50 burger. Yep. It's tough. All right. Anthony Grant interview. Anthony Grant interview right now. Check it out. This is the Boys Down Bad podcast, and we are super excited to welcome on a very special guest, Nebraska running back Anthony Grant. Boys, give it up for AG. 
AG, thanks for coming on, dude. We appreciate it. Sure, no problem. So I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to be on here. Absolutely, we love it. Um, so I wanted to start by talking about my favorite Anthony Grant memory. Um, one of the most popular plays of last year was your run against Rutgers when you ran that dude over. Um, we had yeah. Chancellor Brewington on a few months ago, and he said you actually knocked that dude out cold. Is that true? He said I knocked him out cold. That's what he said. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. I, I knocked him out. He was, yeah, he was over with. He was limp for real. <laughs> <laughs> Take us through that play. Like when you hit him, did you know like exactly what happened? Like how hard you hit him? Sure. I mean, I knew I knew I had hit him hard, but I ain't know, like I ain't know that he was, you know what I'm saying, that he was that he was asleep, you know? Like <laughs> I ain't I ain't know that he was knocked out like that. Like I ain't I ran him over, you feel me? But I, I didn't know I had did him like that for real. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that was that was my favorite moment from last year. Um, so you have one of the coolest nicknames that I've seen. Um, they call you Pac Man. How did you get this name? Uh, I got this name uh, when I was at my JUCO in New Mexico. I had like one game. I went off for like I had like I had I had three I had three ninety eight. Um, on the ground and I had like I had like 10 receiving so I finished with I finished well 12 receiving so I finished with like what what well 408 so um you know what I'm saying I had went crazy that game I, I had been eating all year and like that game I, I like probably at like five four or five on the leaderboard and then like after that game like I shot up to like one I just started eating all year then I, I became the number one um rusher in Juco so then that well, that game that I ran for three ninety eight. That's when they um. That's when they started calling me Pac Man. They started calling me Pac Man Grant. Cause you've been eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Well, that's sick. What was it like running for four hundred yards? Like, were they just not even touching you? So, I mean, yeah. Like every chance, every chance that I got the um that I had got the rock, or every chance that I got the you know what I'm saying break an open run, like I did, like. It was, it was fun. It, it felt like a field day out there, man. I felt like I felt like kids just running on the, just running the whole game, man. I I had loved it for real. That's awesome. Well, I wanted to go back to kind of the beginning of your career. Um, so you originally went to Florida State and then went to JUCO and then ended up at Nebraska. Is that right? Uh, yes, sir. So can you take us through that story and how you eventually got to be a Husker? Uh, yes, sir. Um, coming out of high school, I went to Buford High School, a school, a small town in Georgia. I went to Buford High School, little small school. Well, back then it was um, we was we, my freshman year we went we was three A. Then my uh, my junior year we went to where we went to I think we went to four A my junior year, and then my senior year we went to five A, and uh, it was smaller back then than what it is not what it is now. We seven A now, but you know what I'm saying yeah so. I went to, you know what I'm saying, Buford High School. After that, I, I was committed to Tennessee. I was committed to Tennessee. But the coaching changes or whatever got, you know what I'm saying, messed up or whatever. And, like, I had reopened my re recruitment. And I was still going to, you know what I'm saying, well, taking visits, going on visits and stuff like that. So I had ended up flipping to Florida State uh, on Saturday. So I flipped to Florida State on Saturday. And then um, I was at Florida State for a little while. But after a while, you know what I'm saying, it was just – some stuff with like me and the coaches and stuff like that. And I ended up leaving or whatever. I left Florida state and despite, despite going, despite going into, uh, going into 
uh, the transfer portal, I had decided to like go JUCO, get a year or whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever I had to do. So I went, I decided to go JUCO, um, told all my family about it and stuff like that. I went JUCO, I went to Garden City. I was there for about, about a little bit, but I had ended up, you know what I'm saying, wanting to, uh, well, ended up wanting to leave. So I had left. That's when I, I left there. I went back home. I worked, <laughs> worked the job a little bit or whatever. And then I had, um, I had left and I went to, well, my coach had called me. He told me he had a school for me. I, I was, go I was going to go to Georgia military, but he said it was some school in New Mexico. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? That want, they wanted me to go there or whatever. So I'm like, all right. And then, you know what I'm saying? That's when everything, you know what I'm saying? Really, really went uphill for me. Um, I got back into football after taking probably, it felt like, it felt like two years. I didn't play a down of football from, from 2019 to 20 to 2021. Really? Yeah. Jeez. So it was, it was probably like two years or something like that. Was it tough getting yeah. back into the swing of it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it was, it was a little tough. It was a little tough time for real. But like, you know what I'm saying? I ended up, you know what I'm saying, getting everything right. It was a real reality check. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Me, me, you know what I'm saying? Getting back, getting back to in, in everything into football and. You know what I'm saying I was, like ultimately I was happy. You feel me? I was I was happy that I was back. I was happy, you know what I'm saying, to just, you know what I'm saying, be on the field. Like the first year, the first year I won uh MVP. No, I, I, yeah, did I yeah, I won MVP of the conference that I had played in. Both of the seasons were in one year because the first year was the COVID year or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the first year was in the COVID year. And then um the second year, the second year that came around, like I won. I probably. I probably won. Probably like, like, every award. Like it was. Like it was crazy for real. Like, was there like a switch that flipped for you, um, between those two years that um let you do so well? Yeah, it, it was. It was um when I first got there, I was like, you know, what I'm saying I was new to. I was new to everything. I was. I was overweight. I was big. Like I had gained like so much weight. I'm like. <laughs> So I'm like God damn. So like, like the second the second year that came around, like I was, you know what I'm saying? I was I was adjusted to everything. I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I was I was, you know what I'm saying? I felt I felt like I was at one, you feel me? I felt like I was I felt like I was great. Like I felt you know what I'm saying, like too ready. So uh, how did you uh end up getting to Nebraska? Because you came obviously under Coach Frost. How did that um interaction start? It started coming to uh to like practice at when I was at JUCO in Nimi. And I started coming to practice and stuff like that. Coach Cooper, if y'all know who that is, Coach Cooper, he was the yep. uh, like the assistant coach last year. Yeah, he uh, he was coming to practice and stuff like that. Like that's when they started recruiting. Like I didn't know they was gonna throw the um, the offer. I, like to be honest, like it was really like my biggest offer. I had some more offers, but mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying it was that was my biggest offer for real. All the other schools were cool, but I, I just I just knew it was Nebraska. Like tradition is here. You know what I'm saying the Husker power. Like you know what I'm saying everything. Like. I knew, I knew, I knew if I came here, like I'd be successful. So obviously, when you came here, you made a massive impact. Um, in only one year being here, you were the first Husker. I was looking up today. You were the first Husker since 1950 to have 100 yards in each of your first three games. So that's coming in and making an immediate impact. Um, yeah, what was that like coming out of JUCO, getting to Nebraska? I'm sure you were super nervous. Like, do I still got it? You know, at the D1 uh -huh. level, come in and then you just absolutely ball out. What was like? What was that like? It felt like unbelievable. It felt amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I loved it for real. Like just coming in, straight out of Juco, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? It it like really been like my first time 
my first time playing, uh, you know what I'm saying, playing at running back at the D1 level. Well, I, I did at Florida State, but I ain't, you know what I'm saying, I ain't get the ball for real. So just to, just to like, just to like touch the ball for real, like it was, you know what I'm saying, and, you know what I'm saying, do what I did and have 100 games and the games that I did. The first couple of games, like it was, it was really, really fun, like really, really fun. So yeah, so kind of looking at this year and the new coaching staff, what's kind of the biggest difference that you've seen, um, even just like in the workouts? Has there been like an immediate like big difference that you've seen? Um, yes, it's it's been it's been a really big difference. Um, just like all the all the new coaches that's that's in there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Everybody in the weight room, like everybody wants like to get, get better. And you can tell you can tell by like the mind the mindsets that's in there, what accountability they're trying to hold us up to and what they expected from us. And you know what I'm saying, just the whole the whole the whole culture culture that Matt Rule brought in, the people that he brought that he that he brought in with him, like like it's 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 really it's really it's really showing, you know what I'm saying, the difference in Nebraska for real. Yeah, it's it's exciting to watch. Um I've been seeing a lot of videos on Twitter about these workouts that you guys are going through and that i mean they're yeah. pretty sweet videos but i mean are you guys just absolutely grinding out there it looks like you're working really hard nah nah we, we out there grinding for real like we out there you know what i'm saying working and you know what i'm saying doing what we got to do and we really out there working like really yeah. out there and getting to you guys it practiced in the snow right during that <laughs> snowstorm oh yeah we did we had sled pulls and <laughs> nice how was that shoot it was it was fun <laughs> I, I loved it for real like yeah so we know a lot of the big names like yourself casey thompson we know a lot of the big mm -hmm. guys who's is there one guy on the team that we can really look out for that we huster nation might not really know about mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with my dog billy i'm going with my dog billy kemp yeah yeah new, new, i'm gonna go with my dog like let's say he, he, he like he, he's a really hard worker and you know what i'm saying yeah i, th I, th I think he got some re really good talent too like you think he's going to be a guy who comes in and makes like an immediate impact? Yeah. Good. The game I'm looking forward to most is Colorado. I've been saying, I think that game kind of sets yeah. the tone for the whole season. Is there like one game in particular that you're really looking forward to? Uh, you said one game that I'm looking forward to? Yeah. Shoot on the real. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to all, all of the games. Yeah. There you That's go. a football guy answer. We love yeah. that. <laughs> What's uh, what's one part of your game you would like want to improve on this year? Like you know, receiving, pass blocking. You know, is there uh -huh. one area you really want to improve on this year that, you know, maybe you didn't do as well last year, even though you ran the ball like crazy? Just kind of what do you want to improve on this off season? I want to improve on like being more explosive and being being more dominant for real. I, like I feel like I'm already dominant, but I feel like I can make my pre my presence known like a little more. I feel like I can be more dominant and. You know what I'm saying? And just focus on focus on getting upfield a little more for real. Absolutely. Nice. Do you have any specific like goals for this year? Like anything that you're trying to accomplish? Obviously the team we want to win a national championship, but like what are your goals for this year? Sure. My goals for this year for this year is to, you know what I'm saying, be the best teammate that I can be, be the best player that I can be, be the best leader that I can be, and just um, you know what I'm saying, help my team help my team reach my goal reach our goals um reach our goals and i truly feel like we're we're gonna like win a bowl game or go oh, yeah. we're gonna i think we're gonna, gonna win the natty we're gonna do more than that win the natty yeah, <laughs> yeah. hopefully <laughs> not i really i really i really feel like we can for real like mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like we can go we can go eight nine plus this year
Yo, I got one question for you. You've been uh, posting some bangers on your Instagram stories lately. Some dirty sprite too, and some some young uh, NBA young boy. <laughs> Who do you yeah. to before a game to get locked in? Who's your go-to Ooh. rapper? Yeah, dude, I probably I probably listen to I probably listen to Young Boy or not really. The person I really listen to is probably No Cap. I probably listen to No Cap. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, No Cap. <laughs> Who who would you list your top three rappers right now? Who's in your top three? Top three right now? I know that's uh, a question. There's a lot of them. <laughs> probably uh no cap. Um uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with future. Okay. I'm gonna go with future. And then uh I mean on uh my third my third one, my third one, uh my third one probably Probably, uh, probably, I'm probably 21 Savage, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got one more for you. So, um, obviously the boys have been drinking the Kool-Aid. We're pumped up for this year. We think Matt rules the guy. Um, what can we expect out of you as well as the boys this year? Like what team, what kind of team is, uh, Husker Nation going to get this year? Um, I feel like, I feel like Husker Nation is going to get a, a well, a well-rounded team, a, a sound team, a team that you know what I'm saying isn't isn't going to stop until you know what I'm saying until you know what I'm saying the game is won until the game is over. You feel me? Like a a a, a non-giving up team, like a really talented team. Uh, um, you know what I'm saying? Just just a a a really a really great team to see, a really disciplined team to see, and just you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? The team, the team that everybody want to see for real. Absolutely. We love to hear that. Yeah. Well, AJ, <laughs> yes. this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, we're excited to watch you and the boys eat next year. It's going to be great. All right. Yes, sir. Well, thanks for right. coming on, man. We appreciate it. All right. No, I appreciate y'all. You bet. Thanks, Go Big dude. Red. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Anthony. AG, great interview. Excited to see what he can do this year. Looking lead forward us, to watching him. Lead us to a national championship. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be fun. Very fun. He likes what he's seeing from the boys. So. Yeah. So, working hard. Working hard. Likes rule. Likes so that's rule. good. Says the boys are grinding. So excited to see what happens. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else, boys? No, I, I don't think I so. I watched a quick Riola thing, and it has me just fired up. Okay, good. <laughs> In a good way. Okay. It's... It's good. We love that. It's on three sports. Okay. On three recruiting, whatever it is. Yeah. I've seen that. It's a, it's a program changer. Oh, yeah. Make well, sure to. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure to tune in Sunday, BTN, Husker basketball against Iowa. Yep. For win, the. Win. Yeah. Yep, need, gets, to, need to win. Need to win. At to Iowa. keep the tourney al- hopes alive. Yep. They're going to do it. They're gonna I do know it. they will. I get it. So Confidence. if we lose to Iowa. Say we get to the Big Ten title game. Are we in? I think if we lose one of these next two, well, lose just to Iowa because we already beat Michigan State. If we lose to Iowa, I think we have to win the Big Ten tournament. Which we can do. Yeah. Because if we would lose in the Big Ten championship, we'd have 16 losses. That ain't getting in. Yeah. You'd have to win the tournament. What about a close loss? (laughs) Still don't think so. So let's just win. We'll just beat Just win, baby. Just keep winning. And it'll take care of itself. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right. This is the Boys Down Bad Podcast. I'm Dylan. Peters. Chris. Have yourselves a top 10 weekend.